Welcome, everyone. I'm Linda with the DVC Resale Market, and I'm so excited for Episode 7 of the wonderful World of DVC Show. This is all about cruises, but of course, we've got great updates, wonderful prizes, but do as I do. Lean back in your easy chair, put those breech crocs on, grab that beach blanket, and get ready for a wonderful Episode number seven. Wow. Hey, Derek. What, hey, was, what was that? That was my Disney Cruise Line horn impression. Wasn't it great? Oh, not very. <laughs> oh, great. All right, then. Bon voyage, everybody. Bon voyage, guys. and gentlemen, you are now entering the world of DVC, the ultimate DVC destination where magical vacations meet incredible value through exceptional service. Put in your headphones, turn the volume up, sit back, relax, and step into the world of DVC. Derek. <laughs> what? Hey, Ron. Hey, <laughs> Come on. Where am, where am I? <laughs> Look alive. Episode 7 of the World of <gasps> Episode DVC 7. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. That's right. This is the cruise show. <laughs> You're not going to believe this, but I dreamt I was sleeping on the beautiful adult-only beach on Serenity Bay at Castaway Key. <laughs> Well, you're not. Sorry you're to wake here. you up from that story. <laughs> you're here on episode good, seven though? of the World of DVC. Wasn't that good? Yes. Didn't you believe it? I mean... I did. I'm like an actor. I thought you were a singer. <laughs> actor? <laughs> singer? You name it. I can do both of those things terribly. You're like a double, triple threat. <laughs> I will say, in the theme of this being our cruise episode, Fix one of my, my favorite cruise memories is Derek doing karaoke <laughs> to <laughs> Piano Man. Because that was probably, I mean, I've seen it a couple times. Mm-hmm. It's epic. Gotta I have Billy heard, Joel. yes. That's why we're so excited about this show, because we're going to take you behind the scenes mm-hmm. of what it was like to basically live and work and mm-hmm. sell the magic of Disney Vacation Club. Didn't uh, you sing that karaoke in front of Michael Bublé? <laughs> did you, you did? sing it in front of Michael Bublé? Oh my god, I did! <laughs> it's did. honest to god a true story. It is a true story. Real life Michael yeah. Bublé. Yeah, Michael Bublé was in the booth. I was on stage, and this doing is a piano. crowd of like. 15 people. 15 people. It, it was an intimate it was wow. audience. <laughs> intimate setting. It was your typical booming nightlife there on a wow. cruise ship. And but you yeah. had Michael Buble in the audience? Yeah, we didn't realize it until afterwards. Because then I went up there and I sang Piano Man, which I will from time to time, you know. Pull, <laughs> my, karaoke pull my leg, twist my arm, whatever it is. But then I finished it because I kind of did it with like, you know, props and bring tables on stage. Because if I'm going to do it, I'm going all I know, in. You do, yeah, you go so I did it thing. and I finished and I'm walking away and I see in the corner booth was Michael Buble and he was laughing hysterically, <laughs> which I took as a compliment, I think, because it means he enjoyed my performance is what I'm trying to think. So does he know about your world of DVC jingle? No. No? Yeah. Maybe you should send him your demo tape. <laughs> yeah. I'll be like that guy? <laughs> that guy? I'm really disappointed that I know all about your shirt from nineteen ninety one, but I never knew the Michael Bublé story. I completely forgot about the wow. Michael Bublé story. We bring up new things that's every incredible. episode. That's incredible. what's gonna be great about this show and that's why we're so excited. So welcome yes. back everybody to episode number seven Lucky of the world seven. of D V C show. Mm-hmm. This one's all cruise as you can see if you haven't already tuned out already at hearing me 
by karaoke stories and Michael Bublé. <laughs> well, stay tuned because the stories get better because we're going to share with you what it was honestly like. And this is what we love is what was it like to spend so much time on hundreds and hundreds of cruises on, yeah. you know, uh, not only just selling the magic of Disney Vacation Club, but what was it like behind the scenes? Because we get asked that all of the time. So we're super excited. We have a very special guest with us as well. We have the amazing Linda Smith from the DVC Resale Market. Uh, I like to call her my cruise wife because we probably spent over a year together, I think, on the ship selling the magic of DVC. So I cannot wait to have her come here. And I have told her um, specifically stories that she is not allowed to tell. You already blew it with the Michael Bublé uh, story. That's a great story. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is so a great story. Welcome back. And I know we were so excited by your response to uh, the, the 50th yes. anniversary show. So that was so heartwarming and just awesome. We got so many mm -hmm. great reviews and like. Literally, we have a text chain going back and forth, and some of them, my goodness, like, I was tearing up because some of the reviews are so sweet, and we're so, like, happy to be part of your families, being able to yeah. kind of tune into your living rooms with this show right. once a month. So thank you for having us. Thank you for your feedback. Mm -hmm. We love to hear from you. It reminded me, too, of, like, there, the, the world feels so heavy right now, right? And I feel like we we were we experienced light that day, and we we I felt so blessed to be able to bring it to the show. And and Marissa's right. We had a family, a couple families, say we set up our dinner time around your show. We plan our breakfast time around your show, and that just is it's touching. And we yeah. cried about. 45 times, you know, <laughs> reading those reviews. They, we, we read them all and we we are so touched by all of them. And that was an incredibly special show. Debbie Dane Brown has written me a few times uh. saying, thank you. And I'm like, no, no, thank you. <laughs> you know, she, just, yeah, she was definitely the highlight. Um, but we have our winner. Yes. We have our winner <gasps> yes. of the grand prize, the 50th sparkly basket. and Complete with a private karaoke concert by me. <laughs> I don't know that they knew that. But Hold on, she just rejected the prize. <laughs> yes. But it is it is a, a wonderful family from Louisiana and so we want to give a big shout out to Ellen and Greg Dunn Yay! from Louisiana. Congratulations. They are so excited. So hopefully you have your gift basket and all of your fun prizes and um, just, you know, feel the magic that we We're going to, to send to it to you, right? They don't have to get on a plane and come down and pick I think up they the would have. I don't think they would have sure minded coming down. I think that they would have absolutely loved <laughs> popping in to, to retrieve it and um, we would have loved to have, have met them and maybe we will someday. But oh, that's yeah, awesome. We sent future, that over to them. Future giveaway. Yeah. So excited. Uh, we do want to continue kind of that theme of yeah. giving away but also giving back, right? Mm -hmm. So we are in the month of November this month and of course with Thanksgiving right around the corner. Right. One thing that we wanted to do and really make this episode special because we do know that so many of you participate, whether that is subscribing to our channels or those comments or the thumbs up, but we really wanted to make that kind of a more significant impact. So we got together with our team and our leadership and we would love to give away as much as we possibly can mm -hmm. to give kids the world as kind of our giving away month of November. So what we're going to do, and we're going to partner with you, our audience on this. So please tune in, please listen, because the more participation involved, the better it is for this giveaway to give kids the world. But basically, we're going to keep it very simple. Mm -hmm. If you subscribe and you haven't subscribed already to our YouTube channel, we are going to give $10 to give kids the world on your behalf. If you give us a thumbs up, $10 to give kids the world on this episode right. or previous episodes. So we'll keep track of how many mm -hmm. thumbs up we're getting throughout the month of November. If you leave us a comment, we're going to give $10 to give kids the world. If you do an Apple podcast review, mm -hmm. we're going to give. So we're going to be monitoring that through the month of, of November. And then come December, we'll be able to give, hopefully, yes. a nice big check to Give Kids the World and giving back yeah. through this month. Give Kids the World is so incredibly special. Um, it's a local village that's been around the Central Florida community for a long time, a long time right? Long time. I think over 30 years. And it's a beautiful village of like storybook characters kind of coming to life. And it's children who are sick and families who want to come here and just escape the medical you know, rooms and, and, and conversations and bills and everything for just some joy and happiness. And so it's a, it's a charity that 
means so much to all of us mm -hmm. being former Disney cast members and now part of World of DVC. Um, they do the million lights, the, mm -hmm. the million lights now. The Osborne spectacle of lights are now at the Give Kids the World Village. Um, so it's a super That's special right. charity. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Yeah. And if we have folks out there too as well, which is what I asked Marissa right before we went on the air, I said, well, what if someone already has, you know, maybe left us a, a yeah. iTunes review or maybe they've done this or done that. Again, this is a whole new episode, right? right? So right. you get to start all over again. Yeah. So again, hit that thumbs up button. There's 10 bucks, right? Write a nice comment. There's yep. another 10 bucks. Yep. So that's what's great. So we yep. are so, so appreciative and we're so excited for this yeah. uh, chance yeah. to do something awesome the month of November, yeah. which is great. And, and of course, we're still going to reward those folks that oh, do yeah. it with, with a prize. Oh, yeah. We, we didn't have forget about we didn't your prizes. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Carrie went out and got us a fabulous new 50th yep. basket. So we're going to pick one of you mm -hmm. who participate this month. Again, whether it's a comment or a thumbs up, just make sure you email us. It's very simple. We do this every month. Yes. So very easy. Info right. at worldofdvc.com. Just make sure you give us your name and your mailing address. And we're going to pick one lucky winner this month as well to give away our Thanksgiving 50th anniversary gift yes. basket. How awesome is yep. that? So you get to do an amazing thing for an amazing organization mm -hmm. and have a chance to win a magical gift basket hand put together by the Walt Disney World former ambassador. Oh, well, <laughs> yes, that, no pressure. Yeah, it just got real. You better make it good. <laughs> it's good, it's a lot of fun stuff and it's it's all the 50th stuff, so it's, well, it's fantastic. Also in the month of November, we have a birthday. My God, the birthday boy. <laughs> yes, Mickey. but we also have Derek's birthday. So I figured we'd start early in our celebration. So I brought you a gift. This was not planned, by the way. <laughs> no, it wasn't because I don't have a no, gift. No one knows what <laughs> I'm your gift, Derek. She's just full of trying to surprise me today with everything. Makes me scared what's going to happen. Oh my, goodness. my birthday's coming up November 18th. Share oh the same gosh. birthday as that magical Mr. Mickey Mouse. It all started with well. a mouse, and this all started with Derek. So this is exciting, so thank you. You're welcome. Um, let me open it up. Here we go. It's Make sure definitely... you, like, scrunch that in front of the mic a little. <laughs> yeah. I'm so nervous. Are you nervous? Uh, no way. <gasps> oh, you did not find I it. I found it. How? Oh, my God. Like, seriously? <laughs> I'm well, a crazy car Oh, my God. You have to see what it is. So this we talked about, I think it was episode probably number one. I think three. Three. This is number yeah, one, two, three. three. East yeah. Coast, West Coast. Yes. One of the, yes. yes. Where I was envious because I said, you know, Andy was here. Um, and he, of course, there's Andy from Toy Story. So right. everyone knows and everybody has all these, you know, magical Disney characters that they can find in all these movies. And I was like, I don't have one. And Marissa's like, actually, you do. <laughs> and I said, I do. She's like, yeah, there's actually a Cars character oh called Derek... Williams. <laughs> now, was Derek Williams in a movie? Uh, yeah, he. So he's one of the reporters from Cars oh One God. and Cars Two. Oh but what's gosh. great is I love because Derek is holding a mic. So if you go to Derek's profile on yes. our website Maybe. on DVCResaleMarket.com and you see he's holding up a microphone, <gasps> this so has a little is this. boom mic. Yes. Oh my oh God! My it does. does. He has a boom mic. Oh, oh my This gets better gosh, and better. Look at it that. Does. Zoom in on that. Look at that. You see the little boom mic? That is. Awesome. That's so sweet. Thank you. <laughs> oh, Marissa totally upstaged me. <laughs> now I have to buy you the real car. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to do I that. I didn't compete with that. <laughs> that, that, is gonna, so that, awesome. that is awesome. Oh, thank you so much. You're That's welcome. So sweet. Yeah. Happy I early I want to find birthday. a way to put it like yep. right here for the rest of the show. I think I'm going to rest it right here. That is and this awesome. is the month of Thanksgiving. Yes. Right? Yeah. So we're so excited for mm -hmm. Thanksgiving. And do you have some traditions? Like, what are you looking forward to do on Thanksgiving? You know, I love, I'm an early Christmas celebrator. Now, I'm not a Christmas. Christmas in July celebrator at all, but I am an early Christmas celebrator. And so I do like to put my Christmas tree up and all my Christmas decorations. And I feel like Thanksgiving can just kind of infuse, you know, we can be thankful around the Christmas tree. So this month I put up all my Christmas decorations, but you know, our Thanksgiving, I grew up in New England and we always had a big celebration with my dad's side of the family and football's on and my hometown of Melrose, Massachusetts, the football team always played Wakefield, Massachusetts. So like that was a big rivalry. So when I think back to Thanksgivings, I think of it being like cold, rainy, crisp. I really don't like it when it's 85 degrees in Orlando. I, I like I to be in my fall sweaters and everything yes. and boots. and But just sitting around the table and having the entire family there and the pies and the desserts. And it was very traditional mm -hmm. 
for, for us yeah. growing up. Um, but one of the things that I always remember on Thanksgiving is, you know, growing up in the 80s, we always would bring out the home videos. And I was one of the youngest in my family out of all these cousins. So I was always really sad that I never made it into the home videos because they took these like in the 70s oh. when I really wasn't around. Well, I was, but I was really little. But anyway, but so sitting around the TV and watching these home videos and, you know, it's exactly what you think. Like it's all crackly and, right. and you know, and, and then finally I remember like when I finally, I was like, who's the baby? They're like, that's you. You finally made it. I was like, oh, somebody finally edited this to put me in. So just that, that, that warmth of family and watching the home videos. And now, you know, things are different now, but instead of watching an old home video, now we pull up videos on our phones and be like, look at how young the kids were or what we, what we did, how we decorated the table. So it's a big deal in my family. Um, The holidays, we love to decorate the tables and just kind of do it all up really big. So I love to do that. I just love to be around the family and friends and, and just kind of have a very traditional Thanksgiving and then watch Christmas movies that night and then Bam, it's Christmas Black Friday shopping. That's what we yeah. do. That's what <laughs> yeah. we always did growing up, too, because you grew up in the Northeast. Yes. So you're used to cold. I grew up right outside Chicago in yeah. Indiana, uh, Hoosier. Uh, so, you know, Thanksgiving were always that chilly. It was that right. time where you put on the sweaters and the jackets. And here in Florida, we moved here about seven years ago, I think. So now it gets super exciting when it dips into like 75. It and you're does. like, I think it's time to break out the sweater. Right. I want to put exactly. my jeans on and my yeah. sweater. But that's why every Thanksgiving we love to be able to go up to Asheville, North Carolina, which is where my dad Gorgeous. lives. And so just going up there, being in the mountains, having it at least be in like in the 30s and 40s. Yeah. So nothing too awful. Like I'm not going to head back up there when it's like, you know, negative 20, anything, but just that feeling of just being with family around the holidays. And that's just why Thanksgiving to me is always just so special because before you know it, it always seems like it starts with Halloween and then boom. It's Thanksgiving. It's Thanksgiving, then boom, it's Christmas and then boom, it's all over. It's all over, I know. I never realized too, as a kid, like how quick Thanksgiving was after Halloween. I think it felt like it took forever, but now, you know, as an adult, you're like, oh my gosh, you're right. It's Halloween and then bam, it's it's the holidays. Yeah, right. It's just a nice time to be with your family. Yeah. So I, yeah. I'm from the West Coast, so we've got the whole United <laughs> we've States got everything covered. region covered here. <laughs> so um, it did, in California, get cool for Thanksgiving, <laughs> not like Florida. Um, but very much like you, Carrie, it was yeah. big family get-togethers. That yeah. was kind of our big, on my dad's side of the family, where we'd all get Same. together. Uh, my dad was a football coach. My uncle was a football coach. So it was just football, football. And <laughs> yeah, was, that was our Thanksgiving. It continues That's probably why you like football so much. It, I'm here's guessing. a reason. Yeah. Um, but it was funny because we had kind of gone through and prepared for this show trying to figure out like Thanksgiving traditions and funny enough I would say probably my most common tradition throughout <laughs> my adult years um, I actually spent nine years on Disney Cruise Line over Thanksgiving so I've spent nine oh different Thanksgivings on, on a sh- Disney ship on the, on ship. the boat wow. on the ship like on the actual holiday on the actual holiday, nine Thanksgivings. Were you normally working? Yeah, on it? yeah. So um, I started working on Cruise Line in 2007 mm-hmm. up until 2017, and out of those 10 years, nine mm-hmm. Thanksgivings Whoa. were wow. spent on Disney cruise ships. <laughs> Did you so even know what to crazy. do on the one you weren't on a boat? Like, were you just wandering around aimlessly? Like, where do I go? I'm so used to being on a ship on Thanksgiving. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know how to cook Thanksgiving, that's for sure. I got on the ships when I was 21. So, you know those formative years where you're supposed to learn how to, like... <laughs> Where's my food? <laughs> Where's, yeah, we, we start with, like, the, the turkey dinner, and then, you know, the evening you might have, like, the lobster special. So... Right. I have high expectations for (laughs) cruise food. So her and her husband just sat at a table. And waited. And just waited. (laughs) Um, So yeah, so being that this is a cruise episode, Mm -hmm. I thought that's perfect. That is crazy. Yeah, so I started Cruise Line 2007. And so when I started Cruise Line, I was actually a crew member. Right. So it wasn't like working for Disney Cruise Line through Mm -hmm. like being a guest on board or cast on business. And so what we would do as the crew is we would actually go train in Toronto for two months out of the year. We'd get flown up to Canada. We got our own apartment while we were there, which is pretty amazing. I never knew that. So yeah, we lived in Toronto. We had our own private apartments right there in the city. You had your own like subway pass paid for by Disney. Training you for what? For to perform on the 
shifts. Oh, to perform. Yeah, that's for all the entertainers right. and performers. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Um, so that was super cool. But I think they slowly like adjusted you into like reality. So you'd start out in like your own private apartment in Toronto, you know, <laughs> and then then you we went to uh, Walt Disney World to train for traditions, which is kind of like the formative yeah. Disney like steps of how to be a Disney cast right. member. And so there, then we had to share a room at All Stars. So they were kind of like oh, slowly so getting us prepared. <laughs> and then we got that on the ships. Funny. And I remember my roommate and I. Now again, we're girls, 21 years old. This is our first like big yeah. like career right. job. And we have bags of luggage, like sure. bags. And we walk into our room on the ship first day and we push our luggage in and there's nowhere to walk in the room. Oh my gosh. I mean, the rooms are yeah. They they're like Probably as big as this table, oh. and I'm being generous. Do you, do you have a picture of them or I no? I see if I can no? find okay. it. We literally, the two of us, got into our room, set our luggage down, sat on the floor, and started sobbing. <laughs> and I, I wish I was, I wish I was exaggerating. Apartment. I'm like, what are we going to oh do? She was literally crying, saying, I want to go back to the All-Star. <laughs> So yeah, that was, um, and again, I was out thinking it was a six-month contract 10 years later, but definitely being on the crew side was very unique, because you do, you have set times to even eat. Like, there would be nights where we'd finish the show late and we'd be late to dinner, and there would be, like, very little food left. So it's a very just interesting dynamic being on that complete crew side where you're in a tiny bunk room, Mm -hmm. two or three people Mm -hmm. in the room, where you're at the mess yeah. <laughs> where you're going to eat. And so it was it was very unique, very interesting, yeah. but it was fun to kind of go through the different channels of yeah. cruise. Yeah. Going from there to then working with my husband, being mm-hmm. we were third party contractors as shopping guides and then DVC. So crazy. You yeah. did so many different disciplines on the ship like yes. really like the entertainment and then third party like you said so and then the you know being the shopping guide which every any cruise I ever sailed on I always like was like I need to be friends with the shopping guide girl because <laughs> that would be like my dream job because I always wanted to be like presenter on QVC and I, I always thought that that would be like right up my alley so if I had known Marissa I totally would have like <laughs> followed you around to go. Yes, exactly. would you like to try out and sell this car to everyone maybe it, yeah it, well it has it. a boom mic so I mean it sells itself but See, I love that you got, you got to experience really like such a well-rounded cruise experience. Yeah. It's really fantastic. Yeah, which is awesome because that's what's so different about you know when we started because we're not – you were a full-fledged crew member. Right. Yes. Whereas when right. we were with Disney Vacation Club, we were what's called – what is it called? Cast on – Cast on business. Cast on business. Cast on business, which is why we're excited because mm-hmm. we have um, a very special guest that we are so honored and so thrilled to be able to finally have come and join us yes. on the show today. Uh, she – sold Disney Vacation Club on the ships. So that's how I was blessed to be able to get to know her, and that's how Marissa got to be able to know her, and then she finally was able to join our team mm-hmm. after working at uh, Disney, I think, for 57 years. I think, she, <laughs> <laughs> I think wow. she's going to throw something at me. But we, she is <laughs> truly might. one of the queens of Disney mm-hmm. Vacation Club, and we're just so excited and honored to have her here because we wanted just to share stories because we get asked all the time, like, yeah. what was it like? You know, Even yeah. when we would meet guests to learn about DVC, they just wanted to know what it was like like, like yeah. what was our day-to-day life like? What yeah. was it like when you're on these ships and working and living? So without further ado, let's welcome Linda Smith to the show. My cruise husband, cruise <laughs> sister. I mean, this is like old times, it's right? It's so nice to see you on dry land, right? No, it feels so odd, you know, so, after all those cruises. I think, what, 206 and a half years. Wow. You know what? I... I know we're gonna get into like your history, Linda, and all that, but seeing you guys here together right now, I'm gonna change up the show. What I no, but for real, what I think we have to do as we close out the show is you have to do the Auntie Linda story. Oh my god! Uh, And the the shoulda, coulda, woulda family. Like I just, I see you two together, and I'm just waiting to hear like your cruise. These guys were like the cruise presentation king and queen of Uh. DC, and they had some of the best stories. But before we jump into working on cruise line and DVC. Linda, tell us about your DVC journey. Oh my gosh, Marissa, I gotta tell you, of course we don't have all day, but to kind of do a Reader's Digest version, moving to Florida, what to do, right? And my husband said, gosh, they're building something down in Vero Beach. And I'm like, well, I have no idea what Timeshare is about. I have no clue. And so he said, but you've got to go down there. So I went down and interviewed and long story longer, they hired me and I was the grand opening team for Disney's Vero Beach Resort back in 1995. My favorite. And it was a magical experience. And then, you know, clock forward, I got to work at every single Disney Vacation Club sales center. 
in Walt Disney World because they brought us over to Orlando after about six and a half years there, and then got to do that. And then the big so years you just worked kept going. at then like so when the Boardwalk had a sales center, you were there. I was grand opening every Boardwalk, single one. Wow. every single one of them. I mean, at Boardwalk it was hilarious because we were a little trailer out in back <laughs> of the main building, and we'd walk out of our little trailer and into these beautiful models, and out on the Boardwalk, <laughs> nobody knew we were in a little trailer, but it was great. And then whatever came after that, and Wilderness Lodge and Beach Club. It was incredible. It was a whirlwind. Saratoga Springs was kind of a main hub. And then, you know, I just started getting an inkling for maybe something a little different. You know, my total tenure at Disney was 25 years, which never looked back. But, you know, the last six and a half years, how to go into that was like just looking for just a different page. Right. Something where I could use more of my talents because I had a presentation talents growing up and went to school to study opera way back when. And wanted to do shows and Opera. heard about it. Yeah, can you what? believe that? You know, don't have the diaphragm hint hint. That Michael Buble would not laugh at Linda, I bet. <laughs> Michael would know what that is. And so, you know, it, it was kind of an inquiry. It happened by accident. I went and talked to the sales manager and there was an opening and there was an opening and you were coming and they needed two. And and that was at a time too when there was a cruise team per se, right? right? But it was much different because when, of course, the cruise line started, there was only one ship and there was the magic. And I remember a lot of folks from that original cruise line team, Linda, yes. I'm sure you remember them. Oh, yes. <clears throat> it was like the Wild West back then, right? <laughs> they didn't have an office. They didn't have anything. I think they would no literally- script, no, no script, no script. There do was anything. No show. They would just meet with guests on the boat, talk to them about Disney Vacation Club, kind of the same way that they always did on land, but they'd be on the ship. And then they'd say, well, yeah, let's share some numbers. And then they'd literally have to go down, I think, to like their staterooms, right? Like back in the old days. I mean, back it was in the old days. crazy. They had just briefcases and they would leave <laughs> these sailings of three nights and four nights coming home with just stacks of contracts. I remember incredible. hearing stories. I remember Linda even sharing a story where she would see these cruise guides like coming back from the ship and she'd see them walk into our contract department and just drop these like stacks of contracts off and she probably was, was like, wild. what the heck? Now were these, <laughs> were these um, like computerized printed out ones or these handwritten contracts? I think they're probably handwritten contracts. So our poor contract team was probably... <laughs> that was really old days. That and, was really old. And then that's what made it so neat is that was so successful. And then they kept adding more and more ships. And I think that's when they really took a look, right, at saying, you know, how can we maximize, you know, yes. we've got all of these ships and how can we do that? And I think you were sharing with us too, me and Linda, before we started about that's kind of where Nick was yeah. involved, right? So, I mean, Nick being Nick, who he is, right? So we know that Nick is has an engineering background and always trying to look to make things like the most successful as possible. And so I remember him saying that cruise team, it would kind of rotate through like the sales guide. So like somebody would go out maybe once every three to six months on a cruise <laughs> where he started running the numbers saying, hmm, if we had a dedicated team of people who would go out probably every other week, we could really focus in on reaching the guests in a proper way, doing a right presentation, really increasing the revenue and reaching our perfect clientele. And so he was with one of the directors at Disney and they got together and they presented like a dedicated cruise team, which now has become the DVC cruise team. Yes. <laughs> it's just crazy. Yeah. Which yeah. is And we stepped into that when it was the dedicated. We were fortunate to come in and it was you left your land roll and you got yeah. on the ship. And we were out, what, every other week? Or you could be home for three or four days, then out again. But it, it And it was one of those things, too, where you had to have it in your blood. I mean, yeah. with Linda's yes. operatic background and Marissa was on stage on the ships. And me, I'm just a ham, so I was just happy to do it. But they literally, part of getting onto that cruise team was there's a script. You know, yeah. there's a, because you're doing presentations in front of, you know, a lot of people. So as opposed to different when Linda was on land for so many years, where she would just meet the guests and the families right kind there. of one on one. This was, hey, here's a script basically that's approved by the Disney compliance team. Mm -hmm. uh, so we want you to go ahead and basically almost audition for it, right? I mean, did exactly. you have to audition in front of people? You absolutely <laughs> did audition, and there were maybe spotty people in there, like your managers, one of the talent people, and you went and you did this audition. But what was great about those presentations, I have to say, and I know you all felt it, is that when we went into D-Lounge, which is one of our places that we yeah. did the shows, you could touch the lives 
of so many people yeah. at one time. That's. I mean, in the old days, it was 40, 50, 60 people mm. in the room for your major C-Day show. And, you know, they were. it was interactive and they were immersed in it. And you had beautiful presentations going on behind you. And you could put your personality into it as well, which was fun. Yes. We did that. But that's what I enjoyed. Yeah. And then those people, they left that room very educated, very pixie dusted, and then they took a time. And they wanted to come sit down and meet us individually. And that's where we could really individualize the process for them. And, and that, that was, was really great. And that was the goal of yes. these shows. I mean, it's not just to get up there and entertain yeah, and everything get, else. The goal of times. that show was to basically give them enough information in a group setting, right? Mm -hmm. Because a lot of people would be scared about learning about Disney Vacation Club on land. Like, oh, I don't want to go to a timeshare presentation. Yeah. Yeah. Someone's going to yeah. lock me in a room for eight hours and make me buy it. So this concept, like Linda said, of a group setting, right? It's casual. Hey, come to the D Lounge this afternoon at one o'clock and we'll have free drinks and maybe a raffle. But we would have a show and that show was basically, hey, this... I think Marissa actually bought brought the little pamphlet book where we would hand out <laughs> yeah, these little books. Yeah, these beautiful had folios. <laughs> when we had them. And inside you'd have like, you. so <laughs> yeah. as a guest coming into the show, you'd get a drink. Yep. You'd get entered in to win a $200 credit, which in a group of 30 to 60, you had decent odds. Yeah. And then you'd get one of these beautiful folios with a pen inside, pad of paper, your own point chart, and you'd really get set up for success. And like you were saying, I think what's so interesting just about DVC in general Many of us have walked by those kiosks, right? And you see them in Disney World and you go, you know, but that would take time out of my vacation to drive somewhere outside of Disney World. It's just, it was a little like clunky when you look at kind of that yep. versus people come on a cruise and on a sea day, right? Yep. They're doing, maybe they've done bingo and maybe they've done towel folding, but they have that gap where nothing's going on. It could be a windy day up on the deck so they're not sunbathing and they go, well, there's a DVC presentation, you know, I've always kind of wanted to learn, and there's no commitment. You come in, you have a great time. Like Linda said, you hear a beautiful presentation. You get to know everything you need to know about DVC, and then if you want to learn more, you have <laughs> that opportunity. to a point, right? right. Yeah. You learn as much as you can, right? but yeah. then our job was to basically leave just enough that if to you want- To customize. Exactly. And so I think that's what's cool is that you could go in and you could say, you know what, after this it's hour, not for this me. isn't for me. And nope. you're not locked in or have to do that awkward, like how do I leave the room now, right? <laughs> like you choose that next step. So I think that's what made that cruise team so special. Yeah, I mean, put the breadcrumbs down. Yes. Yeah. That's what that show is about, right? You put the breadcrumbs down and then they pick up so much. And then at the end they decide, you know, yeah, I kind of want that peanut butter and jelly now. Uh, yeah, what would a monthly payment look like? Yeah. Or how would I afford this? Or what's the yeah. right package for me? And that's what our goal was to, and I'm sure for anybody that's been on a ship, <laughs> you've seen that little board. I wish we had one here. We should have taken time a time board. board. Yeah. Opportunity board when it was yeah. all said. An up. opportunity board, because <laughs> Disney, we put flowery language on everything. Opportunity board, and, and you'd see times on there, right? With magnets for yes. one o'clock, two o'clock, three o'clock, for every hour in the hour. So the goal was we'd be on stage doing our presentation and throughout we'd plant those seeds of like, hey, if you want to get more info, if you want to see what a monthly payment looks like, if you have specific questions, we'll grab a time and don't wait till the end of the cruise because we get crazy busy. So for us, our high per se, at least for me, you know, being on stage would be when you could tell that the audience was taking notes and they're getting engaged. And then the first time you mention that board and you mention the yeah. power of it and get your questions answered and then you'd slowly start to see families get up, get up. and then the first person would get up and grab a, grab a time. And then you'd yes. see one spouse would whack the other one and say, Go get the three o'clock one. And then by the time the show was done, if all of those times were gone, it was like, oh, you got like goosebumps. I mean, it was it was the best. Then you'd have the wait the lists. Yeah. And, and then you always had to add about those magnets. Remember what you always said? Oh, now, yeah. guys, don't take these magnets home. There's no value on eBay for the magnet. Because they no were little Mickey gears. shaped magnets. They cut we those lost. out. No, did they? Yeah. They, did, they took lost away Mickey more. because people were stealing them. So now they're just ovals. Yeah. Where's our three o'clock appointment? Oh, they're just in their stateroom oh. selling this magnet. <laughs> Got to order some more magnets on eBay. Um, speaking of magnets, uh, one way we would call out that people were members on the cruise was by magnets on their door. So funny oh, enough, preparing yeah. for this show, I went through like my office to figure out anything Disney Cruise Line related. I did find um, a receipt for the month of April <laughs> of my time working on the Disney Fantasy. I spent $1,500 at the Cove Cafe, <laughs> one trip to the census spa. <laughs> so if you want to know my addiction to coffee is real, I have proof. That was I 2013. Um, I found finance sheets to Grand Floridian being 165 a point. 
um, <laughs> giraffe. Oh my gosh. So that was way back when. But what I did find was a schedule. This is actually my oh, first yeah. week as a DVC guide on the Disney Wonder. So it was my first week out. Oh, cool. But it's kind of a schedule of like what we would do. So Derek and Linda kind of walk, you'd get on a cruise, you pack up, you go to the port, walk us through like what that week would look like. So I, I will even start by saying what's interesting because cruise guides would basically find out what their life mm-hmm. was going to be like, right? The for the next month. For the next six months or so. And you'd get a schedule. And everybody yeah. would wait with bated breath to see when's the schedule coming out? When's yes. the schedule coming out? And it was done behind, you know, locked rooms with armed guards <laughs> and putting whoever's going to sail with so-and-so. Because, again, you had so many chess pieces of Vacation Club guides and True. advanced sales associates that they would figure out, right? You'd make your request and say, I'd really like this one or that one. But they would take all the information, jumble it all together, and then... Boom, that email would come out on Friday and you'd all of a sudden click on it and realize where you're going for the next six months. Because I remember specifically joining this team back when I did. And the very first time that schedule came out, I was at like my son's basketball game or something. And I happened to look and I'm like, okay, so in July, I'm in Europe for two weeks. Then I'm home for three days. And <laughs> flying out to Alaska. <laughs> I go to Alaska for this. My wife's going to kill me. Am I home during the anniversary? Oh, thank God. I don't miss the anniversary. But really, Linda, I mean, and, and Marissa, that's what it was like, right? When you got that schedule, you went ship to ship. Like we were not assigned one specific ship. So it wasn't like Linda only worked the fantasy, Marissa only worked the wonder, it was all of them. Funny enough, I finished out my time as a DVC guide on Cruise Line uh, when I was pregnant with my son, Caden. And so my son, Caden, has been on every Disney cruise ship (laughs) in my belly. So (laughs) I was not on one ship, I bounced around all of them. (laughs) But yeah, Linda, we know, so let's just say, for example, for a lot of us, um, the fantasy is always very near and dear to us. Uh, because A, it's a beautiful ship, and B, it's a seven-night cruise to the Caribbean. So from a business perspective, uh, it was always... High volume. <laughs> it was yes. a high volume. High volume. Great guess. And yeah, it started off on that Saturday. So Fantasy's always left on a Saturday, oh. and you'd pack up your stuff. Oh, my gone, gosh. And yeah, I'd lose 90 minutes, and so I'd get up early and you know make sure I got a hold of the pet sitter because she was coming <laughs> in to stay for the week and then drive to the port and... My mind was clicking in, okay, here we go, here and, we go. And you'd get there about what time? Oh gosh, I would get there usually, oh, I'm trying to remember what time I would get there, but is I'd get there before you could actually board. Right. You know? Was and it so, boarding around 11 or 12, I wanna like say? Something like that, but I'd get there a little bit. I, had, I was always afraid I'd have a flat tire or something yeah. crazy yeah. like that on the way to the port, right? <laughs> so I would get there and go, you go through, I went through the regular line, Yeah. you know, nobody knew, you know, go through just what everybody else, stand in line, go through, but where everybody else went and where we went was completely different so now we're going downstairs to deck two midship <laughs> and we got three offices we got two yep. guide offices for us and we've got a qa that's going to do the closings for us we drop our bags and then we get out our schedule we have our little team meeting we're figuring out what we're going to do this is what's important here's the time of the show and it was great it, because it was, that first show was always the member the show. The member show well, was and so first. It was such a rush, right? Because you get in, you leave from Orlando or wherever mm-hmm. you were at. You drive to the port, you get in, you'd throw your stuff in. You'd have to be ready because you were doing a presentation that afternoon yeah. before boat drill, which is like you're tight. And then you had to go down to the loading dock area yeah. and pick up all of your collateral. Yeah. So you're sweating. You've got like the big like, pulley. You're pulling boxes. You're slicing boxes open. And then every member would get a magnet on their door as they were coming Deliver on the ship. Those. So you'd be running mm-hmm. throughout the entire ship. Did. Every Did. floor. We get asked that all the time. Like when members would then come to the member celebration, right? Because they would show up by the time they checked in and got to their stateroom, there's a lovely little magnet, right? And on, an invitation. And an invitation to come to the party. That's exactly. at, what, 3.30 was that party? Yep. I, I can't yes. remember. So 3.30. And then members would say, oh my God, that's so great. Like that. They loved it. it how do you guys do home. that? And we'd say, <laughs> Well, Welcome we're to the party. <laughs> we did. You'd have a list of every member for every single stateroom, right? Oh my gosh! And, and Fantasy had so many members. Oh. I mean, I think we did New Year's Eve cruise one time, oh. and there were 350 God. staterooms of members alone. <laughs> and you would literally sit with your partner, whoever it was, yep. at the time. So before it, you take you, a highlighter. You take a highlighter. <laughs> say, okay, rooms, I will do these. decks two, <laughs> three, four, five. Oh my gosh, it was so crazy, and it was it was manic. But then you got to finally do the member show, right? So you finally calm down 
everybody's outside the D lounge, and now you just basically hope that members show up, right? So obviously oh, we wanted to entertain them. Up? We wanted to yes. entertain them, but of course, like Disney, you know, we're not just there to entertain. We want to show you what a fantastic way to add magic to your membership would be Check by right. doing so on this cruise. Yep. That was the end result, obviously, but oh, yeah. being there up front when everything's delivered and you start to see the line of members that would be waiting outside to come inside. For me, personally, I was a member junkie. Like, I loved doing the member celebrations. I Darren too. was a member junkie. Darren <laughs> still is a member junkie. I'm still a member junkie. I loved <laughs> doing those celebrations and finding out, you know, when you talk to them before the show started on, you know, hey, where are you from? Or what number of cruises is this for you? And that, for all of us, was just the best part because you'd meet friends and you'd meet members that, you you know, you're spending a week with them, you yeah. know? So you'd see them throughout the whole entire cruise. And that was just so much fun doing the member celebrations were always great. And then you'd have to immediately hope that all of those times, those appointments were gone, and then you'd rush to boat drill. (laughs) 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 Which most people don't like to do a normal boat drill. But when you've done it a hundred plus times. Well, so that's the unique thing of working as cast on business is you're seen as a guest, right? So we would stay right. in guest staterooms, which is yes. fantastic. We'd have beautiful rooms all to ourselves. Yes. But we'd have to follow the guest protocol. So it wasn't like when we're crew, we would do the boat drills and reminders once a month. But when you're a guest on board, every cruise you have to do it. So if you're doing a back-to-back three-night, four-night, in one week you're doing two boat drills. So <laughs> it's intense. Or if you're doing a back-to-back cruise, you have to disembark go through customs, get back on the ship, but wait to board when it's boarding time at 11. So you're stuck in the terminal. So it's a very different kind of environment to be in. You're encouraged to be out and socializing where as crew, you're not supposed to. You're supposed to stay away from guests, not to socialize. You don't ever have a drink or be out in public areas versus we were kind of encouraged to do that, right? We were cast on business. Right, and so we would eat in the guest area. So that was even kind of crazy. Yeah, people always ask that. Where do you sleep? You know, they would would come to our offices, right, for an appointment that were really cool offices. I mean, they were all decorated. decorated. Yeah, blue doors and pictures of Waltz and big giant flat screen TVs. And almost, I swear to God, at least five out of 10 times they'd walk into that appointment and see me and I'd say, you know, welcome. We're so glad you guys are here. And they'd be like, do you sleep? Do you sleep here? <laughs> be like, no, I don't sleep here. Do you sleep behind that curtain? Like, Because no. there was a wall. They <laughs> thought there must be a bathroom and a bed back there. And I'm, no, no, that's not what we do. No, we, we had do. our own staterooms, yes. right? We had, and like, like Marissa said, we got to eat in the restaurants. Now, that's an interesting point. Could we technically eat in the restaurants? Yes. Would we really want to eat in the restaurants, say, for dinner? And the answer would be no, because that means no one's meeting with you to talk about the magic yeah. of Disney Vacation Club. So we would prefer to be in the office and not have to go to the restaurant because we want to be meeting. Absolutely. And it, we always had the later seating. It was always yeah. 8.30. Um, I don't know about you. That feels like a rock in my stomach. But um, So I really wasn't. But... You know, the th- thing of it is, is when you didn't have that appointment, it was fun as a team to go because yeah. we had a special table there. And we take our phones yeah. because if someone the walked up and they wanted to see us, we would just get up and go. And um, my, everybody always asked <laughs> You shove that ahi tuna tower in your mouth. I was going to say that. Yeah, Rush that down was to my favorite. <laughs> we would get two and three ahi tuna towers at a time and, and soy sauce and take it back to the, to the office and hide it around there. But, I mean, it was, it was a wonderful experience. But we were always available to the guest. That was the most important thing is we were there for them. But I have to say the members were just, every time I sat with a member, it was just, they were family. Yeah. I was on a cruise with you, Linda. I think it was maybe our first cruise together. And it was a heavy uh, member cruise. Like there was time, it wasn't an official member cruise. It was a fantasy. Yeah, Yeah, it was on a fantasy. There were hundreds of members. And Linda is like a member magnet. And we went downstairs <laughs> and there is this lineup of these ladies outside Linda's door. And they, they're not looking to buy. They just want to talk to Linda. <laughs> <laughs> and Linda, one by one, and they'd come knock on my door and they'd be like, do you know, is there is Linda on the door? Is there a Linda? And I was like, next door. Back that door. did happen. That did happen. <laughs> and they're just, just adorable. Just adorable people. But And they get to know you. They really get to know you. And even though after hours, like, 
when we'll be done maybe cast away because we could not present and sit down with members in port days in port days right people always ask that what do you guys do on port well that's the unique thing about timeshare because timeshare is not always registered in certain countries it's not registered in certain waterways so you'd have to be if you were sitting in international waters you wouldn't be able to talk to anybody about DVC. If you were sitting in U.S. waters and you didn't have this type of thing or you couldn't notarize here. So there was a ton of different unique rules you'd have to follow on cruise line. It it was true. And, you know, the interesting thing, you know, my bill would have been compared to your bill, probably half the cove and half the spa. Yeah. But I always, you know, you just got to be careful because what you say, what you do, because even in the downtime, like I remember one day going to the spa, and I'm sure this happened to you as well, is I had my little Mickey pants on, and which I collect those, and uh, I, not my business attire, and I'm on the way to the spa, and I hear, hey, there's that Disney lady. <laughs> so they know you. They totally know who you are. Linda, wouldn't so, you go to the spa? Would you get... A scalp massage. massage? Yes. I totally <laughs> did. You have scalp that was my favorite, favorite thing to do a scalp massage and um, uh, reflexology. I loved it. And I don't know if I ever got you to do it. No. You were always afraid for people to touch your hair. Mm-mm. No, Derek just wouldn't spend the money. <laughs> he wouldn't go to college. He, gift he wouldn't go to the spa. I got him. the free coffee on deck nine. <laughs> I was fine with that. Bring a big old thermos, fill it up for free. She'd be drinking her $84, you know, Lata Maca Kikos or whatever they're called. <laughs> I'm like, nope, I'm good. I'm just going to drink my big old free coffee. Because it's interesting. People would ask and say, oh, my God, it's a, it, it's a sea day. So that's got to be kind of nice for you guys, right? Like, Because we're a guest, and sea days are our oh, favorite because wow. we relax. It's the opposite. When you're on the cruise team. Eight to faint. Sea days yes. are like, here we go. Yeah, eight to faint. <laughs> like, you're up in the morning. Faint. You'll do at least, what, two presentations, right? Yeah. Two and, big shows. And if these, you don't have sit-downs before that. Yeah. True. Be, because <laughs> you might have had yeah, already leftovers. Yeah, leftover members, right, from the previous that maybe yeah. want to come back and maybe purchase, wanted to sleep on it, then you'd have to do an entirely brand new presentation because this one's for folks that were learning about what Disney Vacation Club is, right, for the first time. So then you'd gear up, find your partner, whoever that was, kind of run through the presentation, you'd head on up, do the hey, same old show, right? But you're just hoping that people are there, right? Because yeah. it's a sea day. And sometimes, you know, being selfish, we would kind of go up top on deck nine and go, ugh, it's so pretty out here. (laughs) Because that would mean everyone's going to want to be on the deck and sunning and enjoying It's going to take away from our sit-down count. We'd say, oh, it's beautifully overcast. This is going to be a great show. (laughs) So then we'd hope that people would come to the show, and then we would, again, do the same thing again. We'd have that magnet board up there. We'd do our meetings with appointments. But yeah, sea days are crazy long, crazy long days. Do you guys remember your woulda, coulda, shoulda family script? Oh, Yeah. Yeah, I think I do. I think I do. Oh my like, god! Like, could you been... do it really quick? Oh my gosh! It, uh, it was it was rather lengthy. It was got, all an economic uh, story. <laughs> it was about economics. I, I think I remember the woulda, but could've... not the economic part. The part where the family. Who oh yeah, 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 yeah. Should have bought. So so these families come down. Now I want you guys to be prepared. You just do but... the short version for our guests. Because if anybody's on the edge of buying Disney Vacation Club, I feel like this is like the if you're thinking about buying, this <laughs> is why. By the time I'm done, you guys may want to grab a time off my time board. By the time <laughs> I'm done. Come, come Call Derek. No, but that was always one of my favorite parts of the show because we would talk to the guests. Um, and I basically, I think from what I remember, it's been quite a while, but it would be like, now, folks, we know you're on vacation, right? So odds are you're thinking, you know what? This club sounds amazing. It sounds great. But you know what, Derek, Linda, Marissa, I got the info. I'm just going to take this information home. We're going to get off the ship. We're just going to think about it. But I promise you, we're going to call you. We're going to call you next week because I know that this is a great fit. So thank you so much for your time. But I'm just going to go home and think about it. So guess what happens to that family, right? Guess what happens to that family that goes home and they think about it is they all of a sudden walk in that door and they've got mail. And all of a sudden the kids are back in school and they've got to go back to work and they forgot about the club, right? They see that information and they go, oh, I got to call Linda. I totally forgot that. I'm going to do that tomorrow. And they don't. But they wind up back at Walt Disney World, right? Maybe a year, maybe they're on the cruise ship again. And they look, maybe they're at Walt Disney World. And all of a sudden they have a great trip and they're walking through the park and they see that kiosk, right? And they go, hey, that's a Disney, I remember meeting with Linda when I was on that boat. You know what, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna talk to those Disney Vacation Club folks about it. Cause we should have joined when we were on that cruise ship, right? But we didn't. So they sit down with a Vacation Club guy and they run through and guess what? It's probably 
more expensive than it was. And then they might say, well, hey, do I still get those same promotions that they had when I was on the ship? Because those were great promotions and I meant to do it, but I didn't. And they say, no, you don't get those promotions. So now that family is paid more, right? Um, what was the rest of it, right? It was something well, like you, the you slide family. the the member family. Oh, that was the member yeah. family. Which one was that one? Linda did the best member the, family. The member family was the story, a magical story of a member. And mine grew up, boy, do we have hours? Um, Are you talking about Ted O'Lear? Yeah, Ted O'Lear. <laughs> he was a, that O'Lear family was wonderful. They're just so sweet. Now the grand, great grandkids are doing this. But Ted came to see me many, many years ago in Vero Beach, Florida. And he was staying down the road, had a beautiful home there, lived up north, a home up there. And he came and he said, you know what? I can never get my kids together all at one time and I can just give him money, but don't go spend that money. I want to give him a gift of vacation. So he ended up buying. And what we decided to do is I helped him book his first Disney Vacation Club stay on his points the following year. And what he had done is he had called and said, Linda, could I have like three of those planners? At the time, we had these big planners that we'd send to the home. A dream I books. said, what do you need three of them? And he goes, well, I'm going to wrap them up and put them, yeah, dream books, put them under the Christmas tree as a Christmas present. I said, well, that sounds pretty cool. And so he did that. And Christmas morning, the adult kids come running down under the tree with the grandkids. And there are those three beautiful boxes, all with Disney paper and ribbons and bows. And they went right to those first and pulled off that paper. And inside those boxes were those beautiful planners. And his older, oldest son, Michael, said, Dad, what, what is that? It says Disney Vacation Club. I thought I told you, never go buy a timeshare. <laughs> And he said, well, son, that's not really what it ends up to be. And his son said, well, great. Well, now you've done this. Can I? Let's just go make a reservation. He said, well, you can't do that. I've already done it. And do you know that for Thanksgiving of the very next year in 1996, I'll never forget this family, today he took 17 people to Disney World on his points. They went to Old Key West for half of the stay. They had two two-bedrooms, and then they brought everybody over to Vero Beach where I got to meet the, the rest of the family and they had Thanksgiving dinner around that table together and the magic that they had and, and I got to see him after Thanksgiving and I said Ted you know what what was that like and he goes you know it was absolutely incredible and I said would you ever trade that for your, what your experience was and he said Linda, I would not trade that for a leprechaun's pot of gold that family time and those bricks are still there under the royal palm tree in Vero Beach with his children's names on those bricks laid right there on the back of the resort and probably will be there forever and ever. And that story I love to share yeah. and others, and we all have our member stories, but that was one of the most meaningful. And it was three generations worth of magic coming to Disney together for the first time as Disney Vacation Club members. You just don't forget stuff like that. You, you don't. You I mean, do. I, I, it, it brings me like teary because I, I remember just now that we're kind of talking about those member stories and all that. I, I remember when I was selling DVC in Chicago and that's what it reminded me of. I had this great family and they came in and they had heard about the club and never wanted to do it. I mean, this was 10 plus years ago and they purchased it um, and they were so sweet and so happy and then I remember getting like a year later I got um, a letter in the mail that was sent to the store and it said hey Derek we just wanted to let you know uh, that you know we bought with you last year I don't know if you remember and they gave me their names um, and then they said unfortunately my wife passed away six months after they purchased it and they had two little kids um, but he said what we are writing you is to let you know oh, it just gets me so emotional like, what we wanted to let you know is if we didn't buy this membership and purchase it with you we wouldn't have gone to Disney World a few weeks ago with the kids and so what they did they sent a picture of the dad and the two little kids were holding a picture of their mom standing in front of Cinderella Castle and they said if it wasn't for Disney Vacation Club we'd be in mourning but because we had this membership, we know that their mom would want them to have these vacations for generations to come. And so that's what makes it just so amazing is that what we get to do, it's just such a... To change people's lives. To change people's lives. It really lives. does. Well, makes, and that was like what was so cool about being on a cruise ship, right? Because you would sit and you'd have hundreds of members and you'd really get enriched with so many great stories and relationships and memories i mean the people you met on the ships are people who you won't forget oh, no, right no. and so that like i think we love being able to through resale be able to reconnect but every yeah. now and then doing things like these shows 
kind of brings us back to kind of that crude feeling of presentations and reaching out and being just being able to share those memories. Yeah, so, absolutely. And yeah. when you can go on a ship, say the Fantasy, and you go with five team members, yeah. you become your family there for a week. <laughs> That's so true. And it's it's a wonderful thing how we all worked so well together to achieve that goal, <laughs> uh, bringing those people to the show, sending them down. But it truly, truly made magic. And I know we were always up late at night, right? That last night of the cruise would be <laughs> 1 a.m. Oh, shaking just even thinking morning, about it. And I was that crazy one that probably went to bed the latest because I made it my goal to put a thank you card on oh, yeah. every yep. single person's fish Cause, cause before that's, I got off the ship. That's that was, how it was. I had to. Because it was that on every cruise, I don't care if it was a three-night dream or if it was a 14-night trip to the moon, it was, you know, that last night was, okay, here was the goal that Disney wanted us to do, you know, so you'd sit with your team that you spent the entire cruise with, right? Yeah. I mean, you spend it's more time. When I look back on my time there, I spent more time than I do with my own family, yeah. right? Because you would do so much together and you just wanted to accomplish so much that at the end, there's no better feeling at the end of that cruise when you'd sit in that office and say, okay, how many lives did we change? And did yeah. we you know, meet our goal? And we did, and we would celebrate. Cruise and, report. And just be so happy about it because that's that's probably the most underestimated part that I think I miss the most is, you know, I miss that camaraderie, you know, yeah. of being able to have five people set out with a cruise goal of whatever that is. And you start at zero. Mm -hmm. And then by the time you leave that ship, it's the best feeling in the world to say, God, I've not only changed so many lives, but I had a great time with my team. Uh, yes. You know, traveling the world, doing crazy activities, like, because oh. we couldn't work in the port. So you really got to go. You'd hang out. This was your family. You'd go and have meals together in Grand Cayman, or you'd go you rock the, climbing in Alaska. You'd take the best naps in Nassau. <laughs> but, um, or spa. <laughs> on that note, we do have a long-standing tradition, Linda, of this or that. Oh, we do. Ah. And Derek has prepared a cruise version. Now, have you ever played this or that? I have. So okay. I'm somewhat ready. I All know right. it's got to be quick, right? This no, is, yeah. no details, no explanation. That's uh, the big one. Just no explanation just needed. It. All right. For this blonde gone pink. So we okay. just want one answer for each question. Okay. This is the long-standing tradition of this or that. Yes. Gotta be this or that. Oh, good. I was hoping that Jeff was going to play that <laughs> song. <laughs> Here we go, Linda. Ready? Ready. Here we go. Disney Magic or the Disney Wonder? Wonder. Palo or Remy? Hello. Cabana's breakfast or Cabana's lunch? Cabana's lunch. Alaska on the Disney Wonder or Europe on the Magic? Wonder, Alaska. <laughs> Animator's palette or Enchanted Garden? Enchanted I know. Garden. <laughs> that was a <laughs> no brainer. tower. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Castaway Key. Do you get a cabana or just lay on the adult beach? Lay on the adult beach. Marissa, do you want to take over? Okay. Um, Disney Fantasy Seven Night or Disney Dream Castaway Double Dip? Fantasy Seven Night. <laughs> she's, she's like, you mean personally or am I selling on it? <laughs> the Tube on the Fantasy or Fathoms on the Magic? Probably Tube on the Fantasy. Mm -hmm. Room service or late night snacks outside of the Tube? Oh, room service. <laughs> Star Wars Cruise or Marvel Cruise? Star Wars. Coffee from Vista Cafe or Cove. Or sorry, coffee from Vista Cafe in the atrium or coffee from Cove Cafe? Coffee from Cove. Cruising with Derek or cruising with Derek? <laughs> I put that one in there. Derek, my cruise husband. <laughs> you won. That was the perfect answer on that uh, one. Now that one can elaborate on if you'd like. Yeah, please. thanks, Derek. <laughs> we don't have that well, much time. <laughs> to go with our long-standing tradition, I would love to hear, just kind of quickly from each of you, what was your favorite cruise memory? Oh, my. Uh, like cruise itself or just cruise memory? I mean, maybe favorite cruise, like destination, and then favorite memory. Do you want to start, Linda? Oh, sure, but there's just, there's several, but to get down just to kind of share. My first Alaskan cruise was just yeah. earth-shattering for me. A, I'd never been to that part of the world, and uh, it was early in my cruise career. Had a great team out there. I'm a big animal person, real big. So when we got out there on the ship, and I looked 
you know, when we were in Alaska and in the sky and there's like 40 bald, bald eagles flying mm. around was incredible. But the biggest trip for me was to go with the team to see the humpback whales and the bubble oh, netting activity. Right. Yeah, and if you don't know what that is, it is a little bit hard to explain it, but you go out on, on a chartered little boat and they take you out where they know the whales are and you see the seagulls flying around and they know where the whales are. So they take you there and all of a sudden you're looking at this beautiful area, beautiful mountains and 10 ginormous enormous humpback whales would come out of the water and you know grab their food and you just sit there and it could be from here to the wall or 20 feet away and then you'd look over and then there's a seal over here and maybe a killer whale you got to see that but to me that was just like and they told me that a lot of times when you go out on those you don't necessarily see the whales you don't get to do it. Oh, so yeah. for me, on my first Alaskan cruise, my first trip to see the bubble netting, we saw a huge amount of whales. And just everybody's face looking at the boat was just like in complete awe. You know who it arranged that? I did. You did? That's not true. <laughs> That's <laughs> such a lie. <laughs> That's why she likes cruising with Derek. <laughs> Derek Some would have never planned there anything. On that particular I wouldn't have planned anything. I would have been like, what are we doing? How much does it cost? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I we'll can't. give a shout out to Sarah Pizak. He's guaranteed she rings. It was actually Harv and Harv. That was the okay. company we used first. Uh, I think for me, probably just because growing up right outside Chicago and Indiana kid, I think the first time I got to go to Europe um, was incredible. Just because I got yeah. to bring my wife. Now we've been together 25 years, but for both of us, just being you know high school sweethearts, and I remember this feeling all of a sudden stepping off. It was a 14-night Baltic cruise, right? So it went all throughout the Baltic region, and then it wound up in Russia. I remember stepping foot off the boat in St. Petersburg, Russia, and I just remember turning to my wife and saying, do you believe it? Like, what are we doing here? Like, not only are we in Russia, but we're actually, this is part of my part of my job, right. right? And so it was great to be able to not only see all these ports and those people that we cruised with, and Linda and I got to do a European one the year after that, which Iceland, was yes. just as great. So that was just awesome too. But it was just so incredible to just be able to say that, you know, this is what we're doing and we're able to just change lives. And for me, it was awesome because I was gone so much on these cruises that my wife got to be there. So she got to come to the shows, right? Mm -hmm. And so she got to come watch and see, oh, this is what my husband does. now. It was a very successful cruise, so I, I didn't get to see her a lot, <laughs> which was okay. But those times on land, and that to me was just one of those moments where it was like, what so happened? How did, I, how did I win the lottery? So yeah, that was crazy. Very blessed I, to have that. I would yeah. have to agree with you in terms of location, Linda. Doing Alaska and just, there's so many magical moments that like you can look back and go, I would have never done that on a normal day. True. Um, so Alaska, I would say if you haven't done an Alaska cruise, do it. Um, reach out to our rental store and do a cruise swap if you have points. <laughs> That's the best way to do it. Um, but I would say for like memory wise, so my husband and I, who had both worked on the ships together for many years, but when we had actually just got engaged, we were going to go work on the Disney Magic and they had double booked us with another couple that was supposed to do our job. Oh, I remember and this. so we got sent to the oh Disney my. Magic and we're out there in Europe. We flew into Barcelona, we get on the ship and we see this other couple on board who are doing our job. Oh dear. So, so we call the, the home office yeah. and we're like, what are we doing here? And they're like, sorry, we didn't realize the other couple was staying on for five more weeks. So oh. here's a guest cabin up on deck seven and just stay on the Mediterranean for five weeks. We'll give you like a <laughs> yeah. small monthly salary. I, I mean, that would never happen to me. <laughs> and so we as like newly engaged couple spent five weeks in the med traveling through Italy and the south of France. I mean, it was incredible. Like, what a way to start kind of your marriage together. That's amazing. <laughs> so it was really, really special. We'll always look back on that as super fond memories. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that's that is awesome. awesome. And one thing I just want to throw in real quick about Alaska is that everything tastes different, guys, oh. out there. Because the glacier water, right? I mean, The beer, the food, everything. everything. And I can vouch the for the beer. Crab legs really are that are about that oh. big. But anyway, I threw that in. Well, I loved it. Finishing off with our Thanksgiving cruise edition. This has been <laughs> super fun. And again, we do want to give away one beautiful prize to one of our families listening. So very, very simple. All we need you to do is give us a thumbs up, 
subscribe to our channel, leave us a comment, give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And again, for each and every one of you participating, we are gonna be giving $10 for every form of participation to Give Kids the World. So again, we'd love to make that a huge number by the end of this month. So make sure, again, you're commenting, thumbs up, and email us at info at worldofdbc.com. And we're gonna pick out one lucky winner to win a beautiful prize basket as well. And that prize basket does not include five weeks in the med. <laughs> I just want <laughs> or bubble netting with, with whales and dolphins. No. Oh, it's no a beautiful gift basket. It's a beautiful gift basket. <laughs> but oh, sorry. did you hear that? What is that? <gasps> it's time! Story time with Sue. Story time with Sue. Take it away, Sue. Welcome to Story Time with Sue. Today I'd like to share some stories about my cruises on the Disney cruise ships. I've done 21 cruises on all the ships and I've done three inaugurals. Well, two now, and the wish will be coming up this summer. I've done the dream and also the fantasy, and it was wonderful being on inaugural cruises. Why? Because first of all, they start you off with a glass of champagne in one of the inaugural glasses, and you get to buy such cool merchandise that they have for the inaugural cruises. So all in all, it was wonderful. And on top of that, you get to meet some wonderful people. When I was on the inaugural of the Dream and we were coming into Costa Maya, I was on the top deck, wanted to see us coming into that port, had never been there. So I'm on the top deck and the top deck overlooks where the Walt Suite is. And down on the Walt Suite was Bob Iger. And Bob was out there with his cup of coffee and he's watching us come into port. He looks up at me and said, hi, had no idea who I was. And just started a conversation asking about how I liked the cruise and, and was this the first time I was at Costa Maya? And we were talking about the ship and how beautiful the ship was. And it was just like me talking to you. It was a wonderful conversation and I could see his passion for Disney. So made that moment coming into Costa Maya a little extra special for me. Another cruise that I remember was a member's cruise and Art Linkletter was on that member's cruise. Art had been great friends with Walt and he talked to all the members about some of his experiences. Well, this one night, my husband and I were going to Palos and we stopped at one of the bars to have a, a cocktail before dinner and we sat down right next to Art. And as we got to talking to Art and he was asking us questions, we asked him some more questions about his relationship with Walt. And during the conversation, he shared with us the only regret he had in his relationship with Walt. And it just stuck with me. Apparently, when Walt was building Disneyland in California, as you know, Walt needed money for that project. And a lot of people turned him down. Well, he went to his friend Art and, and Art's wife and asked if they would contribute towards building of Disneyland. And Art looked at him and said, nope, can't do it. He said, I, I just don't think that this is gonna work out. I think this is a dream, but an amusement park for adults, not gonna work. So he said, no, I won't contribute, but I will broadcast on opening day. I will be your MC and broadcast for you if you'd like. And Walt took him up on that. Well, as you know, Disneyland was a huge success and he always regretted the fact that he didn't give Walt any money. So one day Walt came to him and sat down at lunchtime with him and talked to him about a new project and that was Disney World in Florida. As he's talking to him, Art pulls out a checkbook from his pocket and he said, I was ready to write him a check for whatever he wanted. And I said, how much do you want, Walt? And he looked at me and he said, not this time, don't need it, Art. I've got all the money I need. And he said that was the regret that he had, that he didn't get in on the ground floor on one and he missed the second one altogether. So going on Disney cruises, whether they're member cruises, inaugural cruises, or just a regular Disney cruise, it's magical. And if you have a chance of doing it, I highly suggest it. The service, the food, the characters, and just the Disney pixie dust that's all around you. 
In the meantime, being that this is a Thanksgiving show, we thought we would give back a little more to you. So instead of just offering one prize for this show, which is that 50th anniversary basket of goodies, we are going to offer three prizes, so three winners. And it it's going to consist of the 50th anniversary merchandise, plus the Disney nesting dolls from one of the inaugurals, and the two Disney Dream champagne flutes that have the inaugural date right on them. So you can win one of three prizes. Just go to info at worldofdvc.com. Send us that email and we will randomly pick three winners. In the meantime, sleep well and pleasant dreams. Well, you guys, I wanted to pop back on Yay. and just say what a great show. Great walk down memory lane, and I think we all want to take a cruise now. I know. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on and being our special guest. You My pleasure. Outstanding. Pleasure yeah, anytime. Thank you so much. And we have a long-standing tradition. Oh, that's right. A long-standing tradition. Episode, we've done this for how many episodes now? Seven. This will be seven. Seven. Yeah. Wow. Here we go, Lucky Carrie. Seven. Ready? Happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Uh, and... and We'll, we'll see, see you real soon. soon. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. Please remove your headphones, step back into reality, have a magical day, and we'll see you real soon.